Good morning and welcome to the program. Every Saturday, 10 a.m., Medpoint Health Half Hour. We're happy that you've joined us for the talk today. It's going to be a good one. We have Fatima, who's joining us. She's right across from me. Hey, guys. Doing well. And uh, Kate Lane. Hello. Of course, uh, the, well, you've been on here many, many times. I remember yes. actually looking back on the library of shows that we've done. And I think it dates back to like 2013. Holy, I didn't even realize. <laughs> wow, that's a long time that we've been doing so, this. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's been good to be on the airwaves. And I thank you, the listeners, for obviously tuning in. We hope that what you hear is informative, that you can apply it to your everyday life to Hopefully, change some of those habits, make it sustainable, integrate it into your lifestyle, and um, you know, just experience your health potential. That's what we want most of all. So, uh, what we wanted to open the show with was a couple different things because you'll probably be following along on social media, and you'll see, oh, hey, Taz from FM ninety six is in MedPoint. Um, Liz and Tony from Fresh Radio, they're on, at MedPoint. Well, of course they're at MedPoint. They took our medical. They are uh, doing our training program, our 13-week challenge. And uh, you know what? They come in with completely different uh, scenarios. Taz has got the dad bod that he wants <laughs> to chip away at. Tony just got back from mat leave. And, uh, of course, Liz, you know, just coming off of the wedding. Yeah. Um, you know, she's kind of wanting to just gain a lot of strength and, and mm-hmm. flexibility. So it's great to see, look, in just those three instances, those are three entirely separate goals. Um, and uh, we're happy to cater programs to them. Actually, Fatma, you're going to be training with uh, one, with two Tony. Of them? With Tony. Yeah. Okay. And Kate, you've delegated to Garrett to train. Taz. Taz. And then I'm going to be doing Liz. Nice. Yeah. So what do you what do you both have in store for for these two individuals? Like knowing what you know and and how do we how do we prep them for success here? Well, I think I I based on what goals I've kind of talked about with Liz a little bit already, I think we're planning on doing some, you know, strength training, making sure she gains lots of muscle mass like you mentioned. Um and refocusing on nutrition is a big thing for her, I believe, you know, like she just wants to really get a refocus and and know what, you know, make a big change over the next three months, Mm -hmm. really. Fatma, how valuable is that assessment testing for you to build a blueprint of the training program for Tony? It basically sets the foundation before I even, uh, I haven't met Tony yet. And I haven't had my consultation with her, but she has done her medical. So it's uh, it gives me a better idea of what her health looks like right now before I even meet with her. And that mm-hmm. way I can prepare for that consultation. I can ask specific questions about um, if there are any health concerns that um, I need a little bit more information right. about how it's affecting her in her everyday life in terms of, let's say, if there's any restrictions in movements, if there's certain movements that... Um, aren't so comfortable or cause pain, things like that. It gives us uh, an in-depth idea of what the the individual's health looks like. Well, that's that's the benefit that you get uh, coming to MedPoint. I know a lot of people, they either set resolutions or they don't, but, you know, we're almost a month in now. And look, if you think I'm too late to the party, you're not. You know what? Set goals right now. Meet with our trainers. Meet with our staff. 
get your medical, get your uh, baseline of, of, of your health profile so that you can know exactly where you're at and then project where you want to get to, right? So that's what we want to achieve at MedPoint and, and having the testing and the power of these, uh, you know, phenomenal machines behind us, like the bod pod we get from uh, the NFL Combine, the Fit 3D will give us an avatar of your whole body. We got the fitness assessment, which gives us VO2 max approximations and uh, strength, flexibility. My goodness, like you'll you'll know more after the medical about yourself than maybe you even care to know. But exactly. it's good because those reports then are comparative data. Where are you at now that you've been in our system for three months? Well, let's check it out. We're doing monitoring throughout. So you have that consistent feedback. And the biggest motivator is feedback on results. Oh, hey, look, you actually lost five pounds of fat and gained two pounds of muscle, you know, instead of the scale just saying three pounds. Yeah, absolutely. So we're excited. If you want to tune in to any one of these journeys, Tony, uh, Liz, Taz, Go on our social media. It's medpoint.ca. That's our webpage. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I believe healthcare is on Twitter. We'll be uh, publishing across those platforms as well. Tune into the uh, FM 96 Instagram, Facebook, Fresh FM uh, Instagram, Facebook, and you'll get constant updates uh, for that. Uh, team, I'll ask you this then. So for uh, these two coming into the gym, you're going to have a lot of fun with them. What is the what is one of your favorite exercises to do uh, that uh, they really are not going to like, <laughs> but is going to be necessary to push them towards their goals? I already uh, have. Sorry, go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, both we both have, have our tortures. <laughs> oh, no. it's so quick. I don't, know. Oh, I don't know. I really like the ones that challenge strength and core at the same time mm-hmm. or sorry st- strength and cardio mm-hmm. and core but Definitely. um like i like the ones that really get the heart pumping so burpees are always a favorite of mine okay. um but also the row machine a thousand meter rows the good sprint just, there yeah oh, just keep yeah, chipping that time yeah yeah wow trying to shorten your speed and your your dis- the amount of time it takes you to get three a uh, thousand meters down mm-hmm. cool yeah, yeah. For me, it's definitely the battle ropes. It has to be the battle ropes. There's so many different variations, that different exercises that you could do with the ropes if you want to work on cardio, strength. And the best part about the ropes is no matter how strong you get, they're still hard. There's yeah. always ways for it to be hard for you. That's right. So it's a, it's, it's a constant improvement with the ropes. So. Well, and you guys know how, how much muscle I got. Like those <laughs> ropes are the death of me <laughs> on my better days. <laughs> Ah, just pumping my own tires. But anyways, uh, we look forward to having them all in the gym. Of course, they're starting next week, so we're excited for the results. And tune in and follow along. You know, if if you think, uh, I don't, can't do it or, or, you know what, I'm looking for a program that's right for me, uh, check these Check out these individuals. You know, Taz is, you know, as much as he's a voice on FM 96 every morning through the week, he's just a regular guy. You know, he's he's got goals. He's got a little bit of the dad bod happening and he's going to be chipping away. You know, Tony just had had a baby. So what that brings, you know, tightening the core, really making sure that, that stuff like that is happening and in a safe and effective way. So... 
Uh, what else is happening within the gym? Kate, you were talking about the online program that you're developing. Of course, we can't say many details except coming soon. Yes, it's very soon. Like, okay. I mean, in the next month or so, maybe even a couple weeks, we'll, you know, um, the program is pretty much ready to go. Uh, it's a, a basically self-guided 13-week program. So you get to see images of our lovely uh, fitness staff doing uh, the exercises and demo photos, and and you get to kind of follow along and do the workouts that are in the program. Uh, so that would be just a slightly different way of getting access to how we train our clients. And uh, if you ever wanted to just try it out before you ever came to MedPoint, that would be mm. a way to get your foot in the door for sure. Well, it's a great resource. And I know that a lot of people who come for medicals, they come from out of town. So of course, usually the solution to high cholesterol, diabetes is always, we come back to it, diet and exercise. Surprise. Um, well, when you're from out of town and, and these people want a solution, we can now give that to them. We can say, you know what, you're from Kitchener. We'd love for you to drive an hour and train in our gyms every day, but we realize that might be unrealistic. Let's set you up with the online program so that we're able to uh, help coach you remotely. And uh, that program will come with, you know, voice uh, coaching as well, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. right? We'll develop it in. And so then we can have weekly conversations with that person or or with to make sure that they're following on. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited Mm. for that. And I think it's great for even people who are in town. I feel like in the winter months, sometimes, like for example, this weekend, it's we're supposed to get a bit of snow Mm -hmm. um, and it might be a little bit harder to get out of the house and get your workout in. So it's great if you want to work out from home, if you have some equipment that you can use, it's it's a great way to stay active, especially in, in uh, during those periods where it's mm-hmm. hard to, to get out of the house. Well said. I know that um, they did they did a lot of research on this, but like proximity to the gym is quite often a huge uh, determining factor as mm-hmm. to whether you'll adhere to a program. Yeah. So, for example, if it is snowing, two feet of snow, mm-hmm. and you're you know three kilometers from the gym, that's going to be weighing on your mind a little bit. But if you trust the individuals at MedPoint Fitness. You can go online, purchase the program. It'll get sent to your inbox, and you're off to the races. So don't let Mother Nature boss you around. <laughs> get the get the program, and uh, you'll have to look for that. That'll be launching in the next couple of weeks. So we're excited about that. All right, MedPoint team, what I want to talk about, and I know we have to take a quick commercial break, is the Canadian Food Guide and the potentials of a nationwide food program. Is this something that we need to consider? Is food security something that a lot of people are struggling with? Stay tuned for more on that topic in the MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980. Welcome back to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour, 980 CFPL, we're happy that you're along here with us. Of course, being tuned into this program, it means that you're tuning yourself into achieving optimal health, and we are so happy to be able to bring you good content, stuff that maybe you weren't aware about, uh, stuff that you maybe want more information on. You know, we're, we're here to give you the facts. So let's get right into it. Myself, Ron Young, joined with uh, Fatma and Kate 
members of the team, very valued members of the team, I might, I must say. Um, we looked at this article. Okay, this article is big. It's really heavy. I mean, there's a lot of information. Um, but it's talking about uh, the dark side of Canada's food guide, right? Many Canadians can't follow it. What do we think about the initial statement of, of this article? Mo- many Canadians can't follow the food guide. Is that something that you guys agree with? Um, I think there are definitely um, people who might find it hard to to uh, find uh, healthy food or not find it, but maybe um, have accessibility to it in terms mm-hmm. of uh, their financial situation, their where they live, and their proximity to a, a grocery store that says okay. sells fresh fruit or vegetables and stuff like that. So this um, the individual's lifestyle, um, I think, can really shape that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kate, being somebody who coaches nutrition quite often within MedPoint, what do you think about this? This is something that's, you know, you talk about every day. Do people, are people getting it? I just I think that there's not enough structure and information on how to put that in the food guide into your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the the main page of the food guide with those the rainbow and the the food items in that rainbow, it's like how do I take that rainbow and put that into a meal? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it really doesn't show you enough to um just look at it and, and understand like mm-hmm. what you really need to do to eat healthy, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Um, so I do think there is um, room to improve that. So for maybe sure. not like super practical. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I think when you're trying to have an application in this way where it's like, look, I need to string these foods together and make sure I get them in. Uh, people, people do get confused. They do get, um, you know, they don't know that, they should only have a quarter of an avocado. They're not sure of serving sizes. Mm-hmm. They're not sure of where to buy uh, food uh, that, that they can work with or um, perhaps, you know, thinking of the homeless people of, of the city of London and the less fortunate. Uh, you know, what are they getting from the food banks? Like these are things where, okay, we need a program in place. And if you think today Canada is the only G7 country that doesn't have a national school food program, that's pretty crazy considering one in every six children are affected by food insecurity, meaning that they don't have the access to buy it because the families can't afford it. So with that said, Canada's falling short here. And it's, it's you know, I, I read a stat that we are, I think, 37th out of 41 wealthy countries um, on uh, access to children's access to nutritious food. I think that one of the big things happening here is we allow the alternative of convenience into our children's lives far too frequently. Packaged uh, granola bars, packaged, uh, you know, you name it, gummy bears and stuff like that. Even the Lunchables. Prepared and stuff like that. It's like we've we've just given in to convenience and, and now we don't have to make lunches and now we don't have to do this and that. And it's totally the wrong way to, to look at it. And I think the other stigma that still exists is in order to be able to eat healthy, I need to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen, you know, if if you do things right, have a budget, 
price match. You know, sometimes cauliflower is five bucks, but I I can bet you I'm going to find it in a flyer for two fifty somewhere mm-hmm. else. Um, you know, have have a strategy going into the grocery store with like a weekly meal plan, and then going forth, make sure that you're very careful with that. So we know that healthy food isn't more expensive than you know. Uh, regular like than the unhealthy alternatives yeah like more processed you know going to the fresh aisle for vegetables rather than buying say canned like it can be quite um similar in price actually mm-hmm. like if you're maybe some of the vegetables are priced higher because they're not in season mm-hmm. and they've been transported here or something like that so maybe it's learning what's in season right now mm-hmm. and what would be more affordable mm-hmm. um that would make a big difference i think do you think putting the onus on kids themselves and i know that they're young and obviously give them a responsibility as they're able to take it but Knowing this stat, I'll ask you this, Fatma, one Canadian study showed 90% of students grades 6 to 12 are not eating the recommended daily servings. Wow. That's a high number. Very high number. So should we be, you know, food is always this, oh, my parents feed me, my parents feed me. Maybe there should be like some onus on the kids to say, look, like I'll be responsible for this meal and this meal and you guys can... Feed me the rest of the week. I think if the kids grow up in a home where it, it, the the foundation is laid from a young age that, you know, healthy eating is important and this is how you can make healthy food. This is how, like you were saying, Kate, mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle mm-hmm. with kind of translating those items on the food guide into real practice and, and into meals. So if the kids are exposed to that from a young age, then I think it's fair that eventually they should build up to that and, and learn how to make their own meals right. or value the importance of creating healthy meals. But if from a young age they're not uh, they're not exposed to that, then it's really hard for them to go off on their own and, and get in the habit of doing right. that because, I mean, what they see at home is what they're going to um, – what they're going to be – practicing right for, yeah. for the most part at least well and i remember growing up and you know you'll be able to chuckle at this i mastered the grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> okay Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> not nutritionally great but the fact that i took joy and the fact that i took pride in cooking mm-hmm. probably led the way to me now and in, in in the i enjoy cooking so much i find it as a creative thing instead mm-hmm. of uh a chore yeah but just empowering kids at a young age to be able to cook, show them how to cook, show them how to cook and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. these are things that we've been missing because, you know, we're taking out home ec. We're taking away life skills. I always, one thing I always come back to that, that you need to teach kids taxes in high school. That, oh, yeah, goodness. Would be, yeah, that yeah. would be a really good thing to add <laughs> into the education system, actually. But these are areas that we're, we're, failing and it's you know saying that number that's 90 percent of students 6 to 12 are not eating the recommended daily servings how do we better clearly define those lines kate how do we say okay this is where we're falling short this needs to be more clear this rainbow thing is not doing the trick i really think we need to take away more of the food group idea and give more just education like Rather than what to eat, how to eat. 
So giving people ideas of what a serving size would look like for somebody at a certain weight and height. What does, you know, a meal, a healthy meal look like? Mm-hmm. What does the it look like on a plate? Like do the food guide on a plate. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be a really smart idea where you could just have it visually on a plate where it's like this is the size of protein, you know, vegetables, grains or complex carbohydrate, you know, like it just I really think hitting home the educational component of it. Um, but also just, you know, learning what to eat more of versus the other items like eat more vegetables, eat as many vegetables as you want, add more of those into your diet on a regular basis. And that'll just lead to a healthier diet when it comes to the other items mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. much processed items you're eating because mm-hmm. you're fuller from the vegetables. Yeah. I think yeah. in uh, so in high school, I remember there was an elective course that you could take that was a foods course where you get to learn how to make certain things, right. maybe a dessert or something like that. Um, but it was an optional course and it was in high school. But I think having classes like that is important for in, in elementary school or in high school um, and maybe have it more focused on creating healthier meals and that way they get to see it in practice. It's one thing to learn about uh healthy eating in theory and it's another thing to get actually practice it and and mm. see how it's done yeah. and how easy it actually is yeah absolutely cool well i know that i mean we could probably talk about this for another hour but uh, our time is coming to an end uh i want to thank you both for being on the program today of course the input is always much appreciated um and you know this is a thing that look we're not going to solve this problem overnight but should Canada be bringing in a food program within the schools to either supply healthier choices, teach kids about healthier eating? I think the answer to that is yes. I think that that needs to happen. And uh, unfortunately, when there was changes made to the Canada Food Guide a number of years ago, this idea was brought up and then it was just kind of fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So is something like this costly? Yes, but is treating... Uh, our future generation with diabetes and heart disease. Yeah, absolutely. That's costly the other way. So we need to make sure that uh, people are healthy. People feel empowered to eat well and people are given the tools to do so. So if, if you know what, we offer lots of nutritional services at MedPoint. Um, One, obviously you can talk to Kate. She's, she's usually available uh, to chat about nutrition and we have different uh, programs that we can put together with her or perhaps you have dietitian coverage and you want to speak with Iman, our dietitian at MedPoint. She's great. She um, can chat with you about your goals, what you're looking to achieve. She can also give you tips uh, in the kitchen, how to better prepare yourself. Uh, she can also do grocery store tours. So it's like, you know, equip yourself for battle and that battle is you know with with uh, lunch supper <laughs> etc so anyway we're uh, happy to be on the air here and we thank everybody for uh, tuning in of course you can always check out past episodes on soundcloud uh, you can visit us on social media or our webpage www.medpoint.ca check out our list of services and we will join you next week for another great episode of the medpoint health half hour on cfpl 980